Welcome to day 306 of Shaped by the Word. Uh, we come to the end of another week together uh, as we read through the story of prophets, and uh, not only reading through the story of prophets, but uh, we find ourselves uh, reading through Ezekiel. We've come through the sections where he has pronounced you know, judgment on the nations, and in light of the judgment on the nations, he reaffirms Ezekiel's call as a, a watchman on the wall to warn the people of the coming judgment and to call them to repentance and to know the deep grace uh, you know that comes uh, through our uh, through our Lord. Uh, we come to a sad moment, you know, for the people who are in exile. Uh, they hear for the first time of the fall of Jerusalem. Their hope is that Jerusalem would indeed stand and they'd be able to quickly return. But the city lies in ruins, and uh, their destiny for the time is uh, in exile in Babylon until the time you know that uh, God has established is 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 at the end. So we come to uh, the fall of Jerusalem, which we've been anticipating, Ezekiel's been predicting, and now actually comes uh, to fruition. So we find ourselves in Ezekiel you know, chapter uh, 33, beginning in, in verse 21. Before we read, uh, we want to prepare our hearts and minds to receive what God has for us through His Word. Uh, it's always a rich you know, bounty of grace in His Word. Not every reading in his word is exciting and has as many goosebumps, you know, as, as, as some sections. And it's not always, you know, uh, the height of the thrill. But God is doing his work in us as he reveals himself to us, both in his judgment and in his mercy. Uh, he is glorified. So before we read, uh, we offer ourselves uh, to him. Uh, Cindy, you mind lifting us up in prayer? No. By the way, I'm Paul here with David and Cindy. Yeah. Father, thank you for your word. Um, the word that we've been reading over the last couple of days has been very sobering as we see the result of, of sin and wickedness and, and judgment. And Father, those um, fall on us as, as hard words. And yet we know, Father, that it is in you and your provision that we might have hope. So, Father, my prayer as we read your words today, that we would be filled with the um, sobering reminder of uh, the depravity of our hearts, Father, but what you've accomplished through your Son on the cross for our um, redemption, Lord. And we are filled with great hope because of that. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Ezekiel chapter 33, verse 21. The twelfth year of our exile in the tenth month, on the fifth day, a man who had escaped from Jerusalem came to me and said, The city has fallen. Now the evening uh, before the man arrived, the hand of the Lord was on me, and he opened my mouth before the man came to me in the morning. So my mouth was open, and I was no longer silent. Then the word of the Lord came to me, Son of man, the people living in these ruins in the land of Israel are saying, Abram was only one man, yet he possessed the land, but we are many. Surely the land has been given to us as our possession. Therefore say to them, this is what the sovereign Lord says, since you eat meat with the blood still in it, and you look to your idols and shed blood, should you then possess the land? You rely on your sword, you do detestable things, and each of you defiles his neighbor's wife. Should you then go possess the land? Say this to them, this is what the sovereign Lord says, as surely I live. Those who are left in the ruins will fall by the sword. Those out in the country... I will give uh, to the wild animals to be devoured, and those in strongholds and caves will die of a plague. I will make the land a desolate waste, and her proud strength will come to an end, and the mountains of Israel will become desolate so that no one will cross them. 
then they will know that I am the Lord when I have made the land a desolate waste because of all the detestable things they have done. As for you, son of man, your people are talking together about you by the walls and at the doors of the houses, saying to each other, Come and hear the message that has come from the Lord. My people come to you, as they usually do, and sit before you to hear your words, but they do not put them into practice. Their mouths speak of love, but their hearts are greedy for unjust gain. Indeed, to them you are nothing more than one who sings love songs with a beautiful voice and plays an instrument well, for they hear your words, but do not put them into practice. When all of this comes true, and it surely will, then they will know that a prophet has been among them. Mm-hmm. Well, that's an incredible description, isn't it? Uh, you're nothing more to them than entertainment. Mm-hmm. You know, they're coming to you uh, just because it's just the, the only cool thing really going on by the K-Bar River, you know, in the <laughs> middle of their desolation. And uh, so they just kind of come to, you know, kind of have uh, just to be entertained by the Word of God rather than, you know, to, uh, to put it into practice. And of course, what a vivid way of, of reminding us. It's not you know simply that we're enamored with the Word of God or we you know have a fascination with the Word of God. You know what God has called us to do is to be you know as 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 we have entitled our podcast to be shaped by the Word mm-hmm. and uh, to let the Word uh, determine who we are and how how we live. You know by God's Spirit. As, as it works through us. And of course, this had been the mess of the people of Israel all along, not that they weren't hearing the word and they were, uh, as James says, being hearers only mm-hmm. and not doers of the word. I thought it was interesting how they did bring up Abraham and the, and the land and almost in many, it seemed like to me, kind of really made light of the covenant that God had entered with Abraham concerning the land. And so they um, made it about the land and said, well, we're many. Abraham was one. Surely the land is still ours. But it's pretty fascinating to see that God has now made that land a desolate waste and that he is even, um, the mountain of Israel has even become desolate, which when I think of the mountain of Israel, I always think of God's presence. And so he's not only made the land desolate, he has removed you know, his own fellowship from the land and from the, you know, from yeah, the mountains. Of course, the image we have earlier in Ezekiel is the glory of, law, of the Lord, mm-hmm. you know, leaving the holy place, coming to the edge, you know, of, of, of the gate of the temple, pausing in the, in the gate of the temple, going out the gates of the city, heading over the Mount of Olives. So it, it was desolate the moment, you know, the Lord's presence left it, although they lived, you know, in, in, in kind of a sense of prosperity, you know, apart, you know, apart from the Lord. You know, for you know, for for a deep period of time, and so now you have these people who are you know thinking this is really a great thing that's just happened. Nebuchadnezzar has mm-hmm. run out all of the uh, uh, you know, all of the rich people and all of the you know all the rulers. We can possess the people, and of course, what they what they forget there is uh, Abraham didn't even have one foot of real estate. Mm. You know that that he he, he possessed. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a wanderer in the land and. Uh, you know, receive the blessing of God as his gift and as his portion. But it's not Abraham, you know, who possessed the land for his descendants. It was God who possessed the land. Mm-hmm. And here again, they're doing the same thing. By our sword, we can do this. By our ingenuity, we can do this. And, and of course, 
uh, God is once again, you know, mm-hmm. mocking them because these are the very things that had led to the desolation in the first place. That people relied on themselves, relied on their sword, relied on their ingenuity mm-hmm. in order to gain something for themselves rather than living, you know, for the honor of God. So you see that repeated, repeated pattern. So soon after judgment, mm-hmm. you know, people returning to the same old, same old. Mm-hmm. No, which that, in no way is a reminder of how we never. how we behave. No, I'm glad it doesn't happen today. <laughs> I'm glad this is an Old Testament thing, not anything that. Yeah, it's not like we presume upon the grace of God today in any way mm-hmm. that we think we can kind of do our thing and and like, well, you know, He promised the land to Abraham. We'll always have the land, and oh, well, you know, Jesus is gracious. He'll just always forgive me, and and there is some mm-hmm. stuff truth tied into that, but. You know, when you track the whole story of the Bible, you're you're not just seeing a people who just want to presume on the grace of God, and that's not what God wants for His people. But He wants people who've received His grace, and and in that, they then are living as a people of grace to one mm-hmm. another and, and to the world mm-hmm. around them. And so, no, and and there's even that little, even the last line, you know, you know, as you alluded to earlier, Paul, they kind of just saw Ezekiel as okay, here's, here's some entertainment. Here's a guy that's doing weird stuff and laying on the ground for days on end and who knows what he's doing, making pies and, you know, it's just crazy. And and they, they didn't see him for who he truly was. No, when he says, you know, when all this comes true and it surely will, then they will know that the prophet had been among them. And he just has some of those whispers of even when Jesus comes on the scene and, you yeah. know, people failed to see him for who he truly was. And, mm-hmm. And in so doing, and this devastating result. So many of the prophets, you know, are the, the people who need to see them the most fail to see them. And yeah. and we definitely see that with Jesus as well. And, mm-hmm. and of course, the rejection of Jesus also led to the desolation of Jerusalem. Uh, you know, in this particular instance by Nebuchadnezzar, and then in the New Testament within a few short years, you know, from Titus, you know, out of, out, out of Rome. And, and of course, it lays, you know, desolate, you know, to this day. Uh, awaiting the return of the king. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it's been fun reading with you guys this week in in in, uh, in community, and uh, we have a reading from the Psalms. If you're reading according to the app or according to our you know, reading plan, that you can read tomorrow. And of course, we look forward to gathering with you, you know, to worship mm-hmm. uh, you know, on on Sunday uh, as well. Father, we thank you for a. a Thank you for a week in your word. Mm-hmm. We thank you for the gift you give us in each new day. Uh, reminded, you know, from the lamentation of uh, Jeremiah that your mercies are new to us every morning mm-hmm. and how we rejoice in those. Uh, we rejoice in uh, what you are doing in us and, and through your word, even uh, when we even, even we don't realize the subtle things that you're doing in our heart because we have heard you and have gazed upon your beauty. It's in your holy name we pray. Amen. Amen.